whole lot of talk. The interviews that rock. Brought to you by Rock Antenna, Germany's number one rock radio station. How are you? I'm not unwell. Yeah. Sure. I mean, you know, it's good. It's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? You have I'm perfectly fine uh, actually. Uh you have a great new solo record I coming do. out. I do. Thank you. Uh, I had the chance to listen to it uh three or four times. It's a banger. Thank you very much, man. Yeah. When did you find the time to record? I mean, you had a lot going on with Slipknot. You right. know, you're, you're busy, busy, busy. How we uh I mean, we did it at the top of the year, you know. We yeah. uh we we rolled in to the studio from January to what the first part of March, I think something like that. I mean, and it, and it we recorded it very quickly because I mean I had allotted about eight weeks for it, and I think we did it in about six and a half. I mean, it was all right, and that was twenty six songs. Yeah, it's crazy, man. But we, I mean, we did it just like we did CMFT. We recorded it live, you know, like at least the meat of it, yeah. and then this time around we knew that we wanted to expand on it. So we just, you know, made sure that we took our time and did, you know, all the cool like overdubs and ear candy and like really tried to incorporate a lot more this time around because the songs were more, yeah. we wanted to be more, you know? So yeah, I mean, it, and like hang I on, said, I mean, on, that band. Define more. Well, we just, you know, the, to me, the songs on this album are three times better. The focus on this album mm. is three times more honed in on mm. what I want to do, mm. you know? Because, um, I mean, CMFT was just kind of like a, a marker, you know? Like, yeah. it was like, if I don't get a chance to record these songs and put them out, I never will, you know? <laughs> and then when I realized that people were actually stoked that I was finally do something, you know, I was just like, okay, well, let's just take this even further. And that's what CMF2 is, is just taking this even further and really kind of trying to hit all of the speeds yeah. that my machine knows, you know? What, it's still, it's still when you listen, it's a, it's a lot of material. Right. It's a lot of songs. Yeah, yeah. And it's very broad. Yeah, yeah. And how could you, how could you select the right material for I, the right, you know, atmosphere. Go like, this is the banger. This right. Is the well, that's a good, that's a good question, man. Um, I mean, we just went with the strength of the song, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, a good song translates no matter what yeah. genre you're putting it with, no matter how broad you're trying to be, a good song sticks out. A good song will keep you coming back and listening to it. You know what I mean? And, When, when I realized that I wanted to lean into more of the, the elements that people expected from me, obviously fans of Slipknot, Stone yeah. Sour, the acoustic stuff that I've done, I, that kind of helped me dial in what I wanted to be, you know, what I wanted to record, what I wanted to put on the album. And then it just became a matter of, okay, which of these styles has the best songs yeah. that I've got, you know? And then that just made it so easy to pick. Well, which is funny, which is funny because uh, I think when you do a solo record, You don't care what other people want of you. I mean, I haven't cared since day one, you know, <laughs> but but I'm kind of, you know, I'm known for that. But at the same time, for me, the fulfillment comes before the album even comes out, you know? Like, yeah. if I don't like the album, it's not getting released, you know? No matter what those pricks at the record label say. <laughs> I will never release something that I don't back, yeah. you know? So for me, it was just, it was more about making sure that I was happy with all of the material, making yeah. sure that it was, it was everything that I wanted to do. No regrets, no doubts left on the table and boom. And then after that, 
if people like it, then that's just frosting on the cake, man. That's yeah. just the extra stuff, you know? And then that makes it a party every time we come to, to the show because then now everybody wants to hear everything you got, not just that one song, you know? <laughs> well, obviously, I'm not going to be lying about that. There, there's still a tons, uh, tons of fans out there from Stone Sour. Yeah. Now, when you do a solo record, I presume... I mean, there's songs on there that could be on a Stone Sour record. I mean, right. I'm not sure. But I, th I presume that it's just logistically and somewhat overall easier for you to do a solo record than to do a, a record with another band. Is that true? In, in certain ways, yeah. you know. Um, I mean, it certainly is with this band. Yeah. I mean, this uh, my, my solo band is made up of just such clutch dudes, you know. Obviously, I got Tooch. Um, Zach Throne is incredible. Dustin, our drummer, is amazing. And then, and now having Elliot, the new bass player, who can play anything you throw at him, man. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's criminal how good he is. Um, <laughs> when you have that good, that a, a great problem like yeah. that, you know. N but that makes the recording stuff easy, you know, because yeah. then when you hit them with the demos, which largely are just me playing the song and going, okay, I'm hearing stuff here, you know, like, and it's, I, I give them as like carte blanche to kind of do what they yeah. want. Yeah. But at the same time, I have a very clear vision and that's where the hard work comes in. Suddenly you don't have a band that you can just kind of blend in with, you know, or yeah. Your delegate, your dictate to, it's all you. It's all on you. The artwork's on you. The production's on you. The songwriting's on you. The work's on you. The press is on you. Everything is on you. And I was kind of like that to begin with. <laughs> so I was like, well, why don't I do this and be really happy with everything, you know? And it's not that I don't miss some of the guys in Stone Sour. Yeah. I still talk to them, you know? But at this stage... I refuse to compromise my vision and my art because of certain people's hindrances. And that's all I'll say. All right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> you got all sorts of music on this record. Mm. Somewhat. I feel that with the three or four songs that come in a little bit, you know, more quiet, mm. more ballet. It's the strongest side. Yeah, well, I mean, and you're not the you're not the first to say okay, that. My okay, wife, okay, okay. my wife loves that. Stuff. My my well, wife, my wife loves your wife loves you, but, but well, yeah, no, but my wife is that weird dichotomy where she only really likes the the really quiet, like kind of dark stuff, yeah. and then the super heavy, like crazy. She's just a nut, you know. Like she just she just loves all the heavy stuff, man. You know, she's crazy, you know, mosh pit girl. Um, but yeah. if I did that, it would sound so crazy. You know, it would, it would look like this, you know, I, I can't do that. I got to fill in those blanks, dude. I gotta, I gotta create hills out of valleys. So for me, the thing that makes the stuff heavy yeah. is the softer stuff, but uh. the things that make the softer stuff soft are the heavy bits, man. And I'm, I'm getting very adept at not only painting those pictures like that mm. with those different levels and different types of music. But I'm also getting very into not repeating myself musically because that to me is, is the death knell. I, I don't, if I start feeling like 
God, I've played this, I've done this, I've done that. I just, yeah. I'm done, you yeah. know, because now I'm bored. Now I'm just doing it so I can go out on the road like these other, you know, <laughs> I won't say anything. Well, you're wearing a shirt, but still. I am not talking about that band. Thank you very much. I love that band. Yeah, I did too. Okay. Like, I weren't just here last week. It was perfect. I know. Oh, great. Beautiful. Yeah. Man, if Paul Stanley only didn't sing the introduction to Colchin, every, yeah. Well, listen. There's only one kind He's of given band. us 50 years. I know. Okay. I know. We can give him the benefit. Yeah. Because this is, I mean, this is it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. then again, they've been saying that for 14 years. <laughs> However, yeah. I believe this is truly it. Yeah. I, listen, I will never say a bad thing about Kiss, no. about Paul Stanley. No. He, when, when CMFT came out, yeah. he called me himself and, and congratulated me on just how rad the album sounded. And I shit my <laughs> pants. Okay? I... My yes, my wife <laughs> took the phone out and f and filmed me because I was just sitting there, bl blood red, just losing my mind, just cheesing out. And the, as soon as I got off the phone with him, I called everybody in the band. And I was like, "You're not gonna believe who just called me." It. Listen, I, that stuff doesn't happen, man. Okay, no, no. it's maybe happened like a handful of times in my life. We were talking about Alice Cooper before, yeah. one of my favorite people in this business, and one of the most genuine, giving people. The fact that he knows my name is stupid. Okay, no one at that level should know my name <laughs> and and call me a friend. It's dumb. So this all feels like I, I won rock and roll fucking fantasy camp sometimes, you know? I'm just like, okay, until somebody figures me out, I'm just going to ride this out, you know? <laughs> They're going to check my ticket and go, this isn't real. This is, you get the hell off this ride, you know? <laughs> I hear you. Mm. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> it's crazy. Is it easier to be or to write about personal stuff on a solo record than when you're a member of a band? No, I mean it's it's pretty much the same. You know, I've I've been given carte blanche by all of the guys that I've played with. There've only been a couple of times where there was some push and pull, mm. but I've ne I've I've never tried to overwhelm my dudes with my message. All Let's right. put it that way. I've I've never asked them to back something that maybe they don't feel. You know, it's one of the reasons why I don't go completely political. Yeah. I try to keep it socio-political because I because listen. Everybody feels different about different things, and I'm not going to make people fight my wars. It's my war, all you know, and I got a big enough mouth to fight it for everybody. <laughs> It's going to be fine, you know. So, and luckily, I've been blessed with dudes who get it, you know, and they know that the more I can lean into how I feel, the better it's going to sound, and the better we're all going to perform together. So, yeah, man, I when it comes to that stuff. I never try to cross lines or boundaries on people. I just I just try to keep it very, very much from a an emotional point of view. Or I talk about things like depression, PTSD. Yeah. You know, obviously relationships, dealing with stuff like stuff that we can all, you know, kind of relate to because that's what people want, man. Yeah. You know, I'm not Bono. 
I, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, I keep my charity stuff under the radar, yeah. you know, because that's where it's supposed to be. You're supposed to be helping people, not putting yourself on a pedestal going, look at all these people I help. You know, it's like, <laughs> fuck that, man. I'm trying to, you know, I'm down here trying to do this, you know. So when I'm entertaining people, I'm not trying to club them over the head with some shit that they might that may not fucking identify with, man. Do you still think, or do you still have people who go like, oh, you're so left-wing out there because you say this and that. But although you just explained your point. Right, exactly. Well, here's the thing. I have as much right to have a political point of view yeah. as anybody else. You know, all these asshats who say, you know, shut up and sing, keep your politics to yourself. I was like, well, okay, well... Well, for you, shut up and be a cab driver. Shut up and be somebody who works in a fucking restaurant. You know how stifling that is to hear? It's like, I'm not trying to encourage anybody to, to vote a certain way or be a certain way. I'm just telling you what I think. And some people want to know what I think. There's a whole fucking meme about it, for Christ's <laughs> sakes, you know? So when it comes to politics, I think there are left-wing people who think I'm too right-wing and vice versa, you know? And I look at them and I go, what I'm talking about is common sense, you know? Like, we should be treating people better. We shouldn't be leaning into prejudices. We shouldn't be leaning into racial, you know, any of that stuff. Yeah. We should be trying to get together instead of pulling each other apart. And if that makes me left wing, then fuck you, you know? I mean, <laughs> but at the same time, you know, The left-wing people don't want me to talk about the fact that I also have conservative ideas, you know, yeah. where it is important for us to remember who we are and not try to force views on other people, man. You know, like evolution comes slowly. Revolution can be violent. You have to let people find that point of view on their own through their own you know, circumstances and th their own life. You can't force people to think a certain way and then get mad because they don't understand it because you didn't take the time to fucking explain it. <laughs> oh, I'm going to get banned again. This is going to be no, great. I hope Paul Stanley never watches this video because I said some... Oh, oh you're going to be fine. Oh. Is this going live? No. Kick ass. Edit. <laughs> 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 Does this mean keep talking? <laughs> Believe it or not, this is the original size. I saw the record, the cover mm. of your record. So which means I'm 53. I cannot. Oh, put your damn readers on. You're gonna put. You, you, you borrow some. See. He's got some. I can't see Look shit. at the shit. I can't see shit on it. I tried to enlarge it. It didn't work. Did you do this? Oh my god! I did that the other <laughs> day. I was I reading. A, I no. I was reading a magazine. In the you remember this? I was reading a magazine and my dumb ass on the magazine went. <laughs> I, I am such an idiot. I was like, why isn't this? <laughs> and of course, I made the mistake of telling my wife and Chow, and then they were just gut laughing at me. I was like, oh, cry. I'm not going to live this actually, one down. Actually, I did not do this. I tried it on the computer, though, and I still couldn't see a goddamn thing. So please, well, the wonder okay. on the fucking cover. All right, well, the wonderful <laughs> thing is is that that cover is going to be big as life on the vinyl yeah. and the CDs. Yeah. Um, and there are like 
six different special editions that you know BMG are putting out. I'm like, that's, that's a little greedy. I don't know what's, what's happening there, but I mean, okay, whatever. Um, so the cover is essentially, and it, that is a actually a truncated version of the full picture. You actually get the full ah, picture. Right. You actually get the full picture on the gatefold. Yeah. So you see everything. But that is just a little kind of snapshot that is of Peppermint. all of my looks from over the years. Yeah. So pretty much everything on there relates back to me in some weird way. Um, and it was so much fun to shoot because I was just like, oh my God, I've had a lot of weird looks over the years, <laughs> you know? Um, it's my homage to Sergeant Pepper. All right. It's my homage to Bowie. Insane. Isn't that correct? Yeah. And the cool thing is I got the logo right oh, there. Oh, you do. That's the diamond logo. I was able to, yeah, yeah. Yep. And the purple yeah. is my homage to Prince. All right. Um, because I don't think people realize just how how large he loomed in my life, you know? It may not reflect in the music, but it definitely reflects in the fact that because of him, watching him, and watching the fact that he wrote everything, he tried everything, and when he wanted to demo something, he just demoed it. He just did it all himself. Yeah. And the fact that he came from the Midwest, yeah, you know? Like, to me, he was the first person from the Midwest I looked at, and I was just like, wait, he comes from what, three hours from where I live? I mean, yeah. What? I mean, it, I was shitting my pants, man. So he's always been one of my greatest musical heroes. So, yeah, so that was my homage to him. And, uh, yeah, I just, it's just fun, you know? I, I wanted to create an album cover that people stare at again, you know? Because I feel like that's a lost art, you know? Largely because you get it, it's about the size of your thumb, like you were talking about. <laughs> yeah. But... At the same time, because there is an uptick in physical sales, I wanted people to have something where they could just, you know, they just sit. Because like me, I would study every Iron Maiden cover. Sure. I would, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you get deep into that yeah. stuff, man, and look for all the little Easter <laughs> eggs and, you know, H.P. Lovecraft. What the <laughs> hell? You know, so that that's me kind of trying to bring that back again and, and entertain visually as well as sonically you're on tour with slipknot right now i am are you gonna come back solo here mm -hmm. yeah we're actually uh working it and booking it as we speak um it's looking like we're gonna do like a quick three-week run yeah. in november all right um you know obviously don't hold me to this uh yeah. but it's looking like uh the uk germany um france belgium Holland. Okay. So that's yeah, enough. So, that's enough for three so, weeks. I mean, yeah, I mean, well, and they'll work me to death. You know I me. Mean? I'll, I'll get over there. Are you sure you want more? It's, it's looking. <laughs> it's not going to be good. However, I mean, we're stoked, man. You know, I mean, the response to to Beyond has been fantastic. Um, and I mean, even in the states, it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger, which is rad. You know, so I mean, we we couldn't be happier. We played the shit. Out of the dark. That's what side. I've heard, man. <laughs> it just felt so good. I was it, like, yeah. this is just the perfect way to grab the song. Right. And, uh, but I'm even more curious. It, uh, I was even more surprised about uh, uh, a Lunatic Fringe yeah. writer cover. Yeah. Because nobody knows this song anymore. Right. Well, you did. Sadly, nobody knows yeah. this song. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and Red Rider is a great band. Yeah. Um, You know, I mean, it was cool because uh, when we put it up, uh, the singer, yeah. he reposted it and was just like, check this out. And I was like, Tom Puckery? Yeah, yeah, man. Nice. It was it was rad. So 
Um, it was one of those songs that I remember from growing up, man. Because okay. um, we didn't have a lot of like rock stations in Des Moines, obviously. And uh, it was one of those songs that would cycle through and you would hear it and you'd be like, what? What is this, man? Great, great moments of, you know, kind of, you know, peaks and valleys and just a, a really solid. And it was one of those songs you could sing along to until the end and then that crazy note. And you're just like, ah! So it's always been one of my favorites. And when we did it, yeah. I thought... You know, I thought if we broke it down a little bit and tried to kind of get to that essence, it right. would make it pop even more, you know? And it, it just, it felt really, really cool. Funny thing is, that wasn't even my question because <laughs> since you recorded a lot of songs, did you do again some cover versions? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, right. I told you, we went in and we recorded 26 songs. Exactly, that's right. what I'm asking. So yeah, we put 13 on the album. Well, 12 in an intro, really, because the box yeah, is yeah, like, box you know, it's a short, but it's still, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's about a minute and a half. So it's a like really a cool. Minutes. Yeah. Something like that. Um, so yeah, we did, uh, there are f five extra originals. Um, All right. and then, yeah. And then we did, yeah, we did about, I would kind of want to say 10 covered, eight covers, something like that. Um, But yeah, we did we did some cool stuff. We did uh, uh, Echo and the Bunnymen song. Right. We did Ozzy. Um, <laughs> we did God. What else? Did we, oh, oh, we kind of dipped into our uh, a little more underground like thing. We did a song by a band called LSD. I don't know. Not a lot of people know about them. They're a band called Life, Sex, and Death. And they they had one album that they put yeah. out, and it's no, one of no, the I'm things. Not, is that, is that The, the band with the with the, the, the bum the bum yes, guy. Yes. I have that record. It's an amazing album. I do have that record yes. because it was such a high tech Silent Majority. Yeah, Silent yeah. Majority, right? So I had that album when it came out, <laughs> I, I and too. we all loved it. So it was one of the things that me and Tooch kind of bonded on was the fact that we both knew that album. <laughs> we both loved that album. Just, so I'm we did tank, so I'm we a did a cover of Tank. Oh, you did? Uh -huh. This is one song I remember. It's, It's so true. good. And we leaned into it. I mean, we <laughs> fucking hit it. So yeah, I mean, there's going to be a, oh, we did a live version of Ten Years Gone Ooh. by Led Zeppelin. Ooh. Yeah. And it was... Rad, and that was really the only way to record it because there was no way we were going to be able to kind of stripe it and kind of punch in yeah. and here. Yeah. So we did it. I want to say we did it about four times, and I mean that the I think the last time we did it, it 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 just popped so well. And then we had Zach go back in and play the solo, and oh my god, we all sat up and we were just like. We had chills. I'm, I mean, I'm getting goose flesh just thinking about it. It sounded so, I mean, it was like Paige was in the room with us, man. I mean, it was <laughs> real shit. And yeah, so I'm, I'm really stoked for people to hear the B-Sides one on this one. And I have the, the, the best, cheesiest dad joke name for this, for this B-Side one as well. So it's going to be great. Well, you're not going to tell us. No, of course not, no, man. I'll make, you, I'll make you wait. I got to yeah. give you a reason to bring me back to this motherfucker <laughs> other than just drinking coffee on you. Well, here's another uh, interview request for Corey Taylor. Uh, we still have to find out the uh, title of the record. No, that's good. I got to ask you a couple of Slipknot things. Mm -hmm. uh, there was so much going on. There was right. so much going on. Yeah. Craig. Mm -hmm. Up to that point, 
We don't know if he's in the band, if he's in the new mask, or if he's out. Mm-hmm. Do you want to comment on that? No. <laughs> I knew. Why am I even asking? Any other Slipknot stuff you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> Tonight, there's a regular Slipknot show in Munich. 100%. Yes. <clears throat> I think tomorrow, or the day after, in Bologna, mm. it's an art fest. Yes. How come there's a difference between today it's not an art fest and, and then there is an art fest? Uh, because it, it all comes down to scheduling. All right. And it all comes down to availability and whatnot. Uh, we did Not Fest Germany last year. Yeah, yeah, uh, and it was a great success. But I think one of the, the one of the strengths that we have is that we don't try to do it every year in every territory. That's mm-hmm. the it's the best way to burn yourself out. You do it when it when you can do it in whatever territory, and you do it. You know, and if you can't, you don't. You know, I mean, obviously. It's not like Germany has a lack of amazing festivals going on. I think of five right (laughs) off the top of my goddamn head. Um, And, you know, it's not like we couldn't, you know, and and there's also the added bonus that sometimes people just want us to come and play our own show, you know, which is fine. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Don't confuse me. I know. What What are you talking about? (laughs) What is the difference between... A Slipknot Not Fest show and a Slipknot Normal show. Because a Slipknot Normal show is our show. Yeah. It's only a couple of bands. It's a regular, it's indoors, it's our thing, it's what we do, right? A Not Fest show, multiple stages, multiple things going on. So it's, it's, exactly. So it's, it's more of a festival, you know? And that's why we put the impetus on the fact that if a Not Fest happens, it's almost like a pop-up. You know, if Knotfest happens, it's because we want to do something in that territory to kind of break the Knotfest name. You know, that's why it's like we it's it's why we don't chase it and do it every year. We're also trying to build Knotfest to the to the point where if we put Knotfest out, we don't always have to headline it. You know, which is some of the stuff that we've been doing in South America with, you know, having other bands headline yeah. stuff like not fast chile and and yeah. whatnot so it's to us it's more important to build the brand and make sure that you know people understand that if you get a not fest it doesn't necessarily mean you get slipknot mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. if you get a slipknot show we're gonna be there all right i've read somewhere i don't know if it's true that you guys thinking about probably doing something about the 25th, uh, 25 year anniversary. Yeah, it was Next my fault. Year. I was, I yeah. I'm it, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, but that's, not, that's not even my question. Yeah. My question is, 25 years. Oh, yeah. you know, when you think about going out on stage back then and going out on stage now, yeah. where you have kids down there, mm. probably at the first, they, they see the slip for the first time. How do you feel about this? Is uh, it something that you go like, I'm matured with it, or, you know, well, I'm older, so they are, whatever. What is this feeling now? I mean, it's interesting, uh, you know, uh, because, at, yeah, I mean, at some point, you know, God forbid, <laughs> we're going to be on, like, third-generation fans and shit, which right. is weird. Um, I look at it at, honestly, I look at it as a badge of honor. Mm-hmm. On the one hand, yes, my fucking back hurts just thinking about that shit because there's no way I would do a show like I used to do 25 years ago. Yeah. I mean, you just beat the hell out of yourself, man. And like you barely, I'd barely say in the lyrics for half the time. Goddamn, and by the time we got to the end, they were setting me on fire for Christ's <laughs> sakes. You know, you know, lucky me. Now it's almost like, and I and I I can compare it 
to, if I may, to bands like Sabbath, Maiden, Metallica, obviously, where, you know, I, you know, I, you know, I took my, my son to his first Megadeth concert, man, you know, and he was just like, whoa, like, and, and they were opening for Kiss for Christ's <laughs> sakes. So it's one of those things where it's because the genre is so based in the tribe and in the family and in everything, like stuff that people who listen to regular ass music could never understand. Yeah. You pass it down. And if that hand grabs it, they grab it. If not, fair enough. But I'm not, you know, I'm not going to force this music on you. But this is where my passion lies. I hopefully we can share this together. And I've had, I have this with Griff now, you know, which is rad. They pass that back, and hopefully their kids pass it back to them. You yeah. know, and I mean that's kind of what happened with me. You know, with all of the stuff that I listened to. We are sharing this with the generations before, which is one of the reasons why with Slipknot, we try to showcase the younger bands. Mm -hmm. It's something where we really try to do on Knotfest is mm -hmm. make sure we're trying to promote the next wave of headliners, yeah. you know, because if we don't, who, do, who else is going to do it? Yeah. Everybody else is doing their own shows for Christ's sakes. You know, we're trying to showcase the next generation, you know, because that's how it keeps going. That's how it stays in the future. And that's how it, it stops being treated as a dead music and it, be, yeah, it continues yeah. to be a live genre, yeah, you know? Yeah. So for me, man, when it comes to the show, I give it everything I got. I mean, every show's different, obviously. I mean, tonight's going to be weird because I have a head cold, but, you know, usually if my body feels okay, I can go for it pretty pretty hard yeah. as much as I can. But then I come off stage and it's a clearly different move. I'm just like, oh, you're kidding me. Yeah, I'm a verb away from a, a walker with, you know, the, the tennis balls on the, on the legs, man. <laughs> um, but as long as I can physically do it, and as long as there are people there to see it, man, yeah. I'll continue to do it, you know? Now, if the quality starts to fail, then I'll know it's time to, to, to hand it in. And I've already thought about it. You yeah. know? I've already thought about you know, maybe I've got another five years left mm -hmm. of physically touring like this. Yeah. You know? Um, I try to take care of myself. I, you know, I, I work out when I can. Um, the travel out here is exhausting. The food is horrible. So it makes it hard to do that, you know? <laughs> but as long as I can keep at it, you know, it's, it's, it's you know, that's at least what I want to do, you know? Okay. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it is what it is. <laughs> that, you know, there's obviously, there's still, though, the question, is there an end to Slipknot? It's, this is your opinion. You got a bunch of other people in the band. Right, right. Do they think the same way? You go like, ah, no, we're going to do no. this until we, you know? I mean, hey, if they wanted to continue and I wanted to retire, I would help them find somebody, to be honest. You know, like, I mean... This mm. band That's interesting. has always been bigger than in the sum of its own parts. You know what I mean? Mm. And I, it was hard moving on without Paul. Mm. It was hard moving on when we had to part ways with Joe. Mm. It's always been hard when the original nine ceases to be the original nine, yeah. you know? But at the same time, the mm. ones who are here are here because we love it. And we've always gotten something out of it. 
you know? And I've said it since day one. It's like, if I didn't want to do Slipknot, I wouldn't do it. And I think I've proved that, you know? Yeah. Um, the reason I stick around is because I want to do it. Like, there's still something in my heart and in my soul that needs it, you know? I don't know if that's good or bad. I mean, obviously, you know, psychotherapy will help me out with that shit. But <laughs> at the same time, you know, it's, it's, it's once in a lifetime, man, you know? Do you feel responsibility? to your fans to be there. I mean, I do, you yeah. know, at the same, but at the same time, you know, I don't expect them to be there, you know? Good I mean, to, I mean you know, there are songs that they love and there's songs that they don't love, you know? There are times I love this band, there are times I don't love this band, but I still want to be here, you know? And when I physically can't do it anymore, that's when I'll hang it up, you know? I might not retire from, like, performing, period. Maybe that's when I go and I do my acoustic thing. Yeah. But when I can't go out there and give it at least my 100%, that's when I'll hang it up, you know? And me and Clown have talked about this, man. You know, he's, you know, he's older than all of us. Mm -hmm. And he's broken just as much crap as I have, you know? And... I mean, Christ, he hit the keg with a baseball and ripped his bicep clean off the bone and then went, got surgery, came back. We're psychos, dude. I went out three weeks after my fucking spinal surgery because I'm a psycho, you know? It's just, we don't know our limitations until they catch up with us. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... <laughs> So that's what I say, you know? I mean, yes, there's a responsibility to the fans, but there's also a responsibility to me and my family. And I don't want to be the one trying to pick up my grandkids uh, and my legs don't work, you know? Like, I just don't want to do that. I, I, I refuse to, you know? I want my quality of life to be better than that at the end. <laughs> Almost the last question, but... Uh... You're a psycho, but you always seem to be a humble psycho. I've never seen or anything. Was there a point in your life and in your career where you go like, I'm Corey Taylor now and you are not? Uh, you get this feeling that you're so big now, you know, right. you're larger than life. At one point you go like... I mean, listen, obviously there's an ego here, you know? No, I mean, have an ego, but still. But I also know when to rein it in. I, I think the only time that I really had that was at the, the height of my addictions mm. um, because that was just, at that point, it wasn't even me. It was just a chemical, you know, and it was me chasing that chemical. I've definitely had points in my life which have been more up than down, um, but I've also strived to surround myself with people who care about me who can, you know, kind of yank on the chain and go, hey, you're being a dick, okay? Why don't you just settle down? I'm like, oh, my bad, my bad. Because I'm also the first one to, to laugh at myself, All right. you know? Right. Like, the only way to avoid the rigidness of ego is to make sure that you are as flexible as possible. Mm. You know what I mean? And to me, that means realizing that you are culpable, you are capable, and you are... 100% human. No one's perfect. And expecting anyone to be perfect is a sign of insanity. <laughs> It's a perfect closing. <laughs> is it? Uh, you know what? I'm going to charge you for the hour then. How about that? Yeah, this was uh, Dr. Taylor here with his... Uh... Oh, Christ. What, what do you got? Oh, here. Hold on. 
Let me make change for you. There you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Whole lot of talk. The interviews that rock. Subscribe to our channel for more rocking podcasts. 